The dream economy is here. Are you coming? Welcome, my name is Katherine Morrison, and as I've coached countless online entrepreneurs into six, multiple six-figure and half-million-dollar businesses, I've learned a lot. One of the main things is that I'm not just here to help you create a high quantity of money. It's actually pretty easy. I'm here to help you do that through the highest quality money imaginable. That means activating and amplifying your unique frequency to take your being and form it into a magnetic, sharply differentiated brand that has clients dropping in out of the sky, salivating to work with you specifically, not someone who does that thing you do. I'm here to help you open the channel for the creation that wants to come through you, where growing your business and building demand comes from razor sharp business precision and business growth is always tied to an expansion of your pleasure. Expanding your mind and your nervous system to create more, receive more, and be bigger in visibility and impact in the world than your rational mind ever imagined possible. This isn't matrix business building. It's business building through soul ascension. This isn't just business coaching. This is the timeline to your destiny. Are you ready to play? Welcome to the Ascension Through Entrepreneurship podcast. Let's get started. Hello, soul family. How's it going? All right. First of all, we are in full swing with podcast season, and I am having so much fun. And if you've all been living under a rock and you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, I have cleared my calendar from now through the end of July to come up and out and engage with you all on your platforms. So if you have a podcast, this means having me on as a guest and asking me all the questions about whatever topic of your choosing. But it could also look like if you have a YouTube channel having me come on there, inviting me to a virtual event or summit that you're hosting, or even if you just have an email list and a Zoom link and you want to invite me to do like a fireside chat with your audience where they just hop on and are able to ask questions around a topic of your choosing. You know me and you know your people. So in the past week alone, oh my goodness, I have done almost 10, I think, I think I've done eight interviews in the last week, ranging on topics from spiritual awakening to feminine leadership in corporate from visual branding and style and aesthetics and the importance of that within your business, the importance of your office environment to all the way to things like how to scale a business using very rigorous systems level thinking and how to effectively hire a team, right? These are all things that I've covered. Oh, even like net worth, how to build actual net worth, right? So you've heard me, if you're a listener, you know, I have a broad range of expertise and topics. And so if there's something outside of even what I cover here, but you would love to talk to me about Maybe you're a marriage coach and you want to talk about relationships. Maybe you're a sexuality coach and you want to talk about all the bedroom things. I'm in. So if there's something you would love to chat with me about, head to www.katherinemorsoncoaching.com forward slash podcast season and submit a form to book me. 
It seriously takes like one minute to fill it out. And then my team will be in touch with you within a day or two to get a date and time on the calendar. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. (laughs) All right. Today's episode is going to be fairly short and sweet, and it's actually based on an Instagram post I probably wrote like two years ago, and I hadn't even thought about that post in a while, but someone just brought it up to me this past week, and I had completely forgotten I'd written it, and they talked about how the story I told in that post totally changed their life, and then I remembered at the time when I wrote it, how many people dropped in and commented and like posted with the head exploding emoji and all the things. And I realized it's a message worth bringing here to the podcast encapsulated as its own episode. So we're going to touch on one of the biggest mistakes I see people make when they are hiring coaches and mentors. Now, one day soon, I'll probably have a more robust podcast on the larger criteria I look for when considering a coach or mentor. But for today, we're going to cover one critical mistake a lot of people make, and it costs them in terms of the results they're able to create for their lives. And it really came into my awareness two years ago when my husband hired his first coach. So this was a story I told on my Instagram two years ago, and we're going to tell it here today. So getting back into our time machine, going back like two years ago, I was not selling my husband on the idea of getting coached. I was not trying to tell him to hire his own coach. I was just off in my world, doing my own thing, living in breakthrough And you like could not be in this house and not see it, right? But I was not, I wasn't sending him links. I wasn't sending him podcast episodes to listen to. I wasn't sending him the names of coaches that he should hire, right? He's just, he was just living inside the house and sort of just stunned by watching how much I was growing, how much happier I was, how much more content, how much more present I was in our marriage and our relationship with like our kids. And then how much more successful I was in terms of the financial and tangible external results that I was quickly creating in my business. So his background was working as a software developer, but he had moved into managing and leading teams of software developers, which as you might imagine, is a totally different job requiring a totally different skill set from that of a software developer. That's neither here nor there, but like, it's such a common thing in corporate when someone's good at being like a single contributor and then they end up getting promoted to the management, but like that doesn't, them being great at that job doesn't necessarily mean they'll be good at management. But luckily for my husband, he does have a gift with people, right? So he went from managing a smaller team to then managing a larger team. And then it just kept growing and growing because the company was growing and my husband's awesome, right? So at this point, a couple of years ago, he was basically given a very large promotion of going from like leading a team to basically heading up a, an entire department of over a hundred people internationally from, you know, San Francisco and Austin to all through Europe and all the way over to Sydney, Australia. So this was a really big jump for him. So when he was offered this promotion, it felt like the perfect time he felt this way, right? Like he'd been watching me living in breakthrough and he was like, I would like to give me some of that breakthrough, right? 
So he was like, I think it might be time to hire my first coach. And he asked me if I knew of any coaches that could help him during this big transition he was making. So he asked me if I knew anybody and I was like, "Mm, do I know any coaches? Uh, it was actually kind of funny because obviously I'm like surrounded, I'm swimming in a network of coaches. But as I was thinking about like what specifically he was looking for help with, I, I actually had to like sort of reach out to my network and be like, who do you know? But within a day, I think I had him like a half dozen coaches over to him to look at and to consider when he was looking at what coach or mentor he wanted to choose as he moved forward. And so I I had done my due diligence, right? I posted in communities I was a part of. I reached out to like good friends that I felt might note somebody and I gave details like on his industry and the promotion. And then I filtered that list based on what came through. And so I had already given him, given him like a curated list, I would say, right? And for the sake of time, we will fast forward to the part where it had come down to his decision between his favorite two coaches that he ended up speaking to. One coach was someone I didn't personally know, but he had gone through the same coach training program as me, and he had posted his credentials. So he was a former CTO of a small tech company, and he had the roster of big name tech clients, Google, Airbnb, Facebook. So this coach made a lot of rational, logical sense, right? Like my husband works in tech. My husband had even worked at Google prior when we lived in San Francisco. So that felt like, oh, okay, this guy's familiar. This guy's like in my comfort zone. Like this guy would get me, right? And I don't remember this guy's actual name, but for the sake of the story we're telling, we're just going to call him John, right? So remember the guy that like felt safe, felt logical, felt like a good decision. His name was John. Then the second coach that my husband was considering at the end when he was deciding between these two coaches, it was actually a guy that I had gone through coach training with, like all the way through. And he was warm and charismatic. And I remember actually being really intimidated by this guy because he had already had a successful coaching business when he was coming through. So like, I was a little, I was a little coach baby. Right. And this guy, first of all, he was like many years, my senior. And then he was coming through. He was obviously so confident. He was already working with so many different like corporations. He was an executive coach. Right. And you could just feel he was, he was willing to be vulnerable, but you could also just tell he was rooted in himself. He really was genuinely very confident. And for me at that time, I was not that way. So that was like very intimidating. And he was just going through the training that I was going through to get more tools to help all the coaching clients he already had. So his name was Mel and he was already like a sought after motivational speaker. Like you go to this guy's website and it's got like the cool video movement of like him and the crowd cheering and all the things, right? He'd written a book on leadership principles. He was a combat veteran. (laughs) I just remember in coach training, he was like talking about jumping out of airplanes. I was like, who is this guy, right? He had served in Desert Storm. And then he had come back and worked his way up in corporate America. At the end, before he jumped off to do his own thing, he was actually, he had served as CEO of a couple different Fortune 500 companies before he decided to go into coaching and doing his own thing. So Mel was like legit, right? 
I'm pretty sure that the word that we were throwing around our house was like, he was the quote unquote, big leagues, right? He had clients that were like professional basketball players and race car drivers, right? As well as high up executive leaders in larger companies. And my husband at that time was really transitioning, both in terms of like literally transitioning in his company, but also in terms of his internal identity from being like a a smaller, like lower level manager to really being an executive at a company. And so one night he was just kind of processing his decision out loud, deciding between John and Mel, these two coaches, right? And he said that he thought he would hire the tech coach that, you know, felt really safe and made a lot of logical sense. He thought he was going to hire John because Mel was obviously the quote unquote big league coach, but he had really, really liked Mel. And so I remember him saying, he was like, well, hiring John can be like my training wheels for getting ready to work with Mel. And it was said so matter of factly, so nonchalantly. And at the time, it totally broke my brain open. It was like this eureka flashbulb moment of one of the hugest mistakes people make when hiring mentors and coaches. Because the entire point of hiring a mentor or coach is to help you grow, to help expand you. And yet here at this decision point, my husband's brain was given two options, right? Like either take the super comfortable, rational one that just makes lots of sense to the mind or hiring the coach that felt like a big stretch outside of his comfort zone. Because this coach had been the CEO of Fortune 500 companies and sat on a bunch of boards and like done all these things, right? So now pop quiz time, which coach do you think he would be more likely to grow more quickly with. Which coach do you think he was the most likely to be the most expanded by? The one that seemed super easy for his brain and made quote unquote logical sense? Like that seems good. Sure, I'll just do that. Or the one that he really liked and was drawn to, but he felt he needed training wheels for. So I caught him dead in the middle of like this comment and we just started talking about it because if you're hiring a coach to help you grow and expand, then the absolute first thing you want to do when you're hiring a coach is to not choose a coach that feels like this will be easy this is, this is totally in my comfort zone. This feels good for my brain. This doesn't like stretch me at all. This doesn't expand me at all. Right. To like really look for if your mind is like, this is good. Cause this person is not an expander right? <laughs> to look for anything like that because you hire a coach to expand. You want to hire an expander. So he ended up hiring Mel who was the one who had been jumping out of airplanes and had been through desert storm and had been the CEO of these fortune 500 companies and was like coaching these professional athletes. And he had the most incredible, incredible experience working with him. Now, because Mel had spent decades running and navigating larger organizations, 
he was able to see so many invisible pathways to getting things done within organizations that my husband just like hadn't considered because he hadn't done that right for decades and decades. Whereas like Mel was really coming in and he was able to see like, Oh, okay. Like here's some things you want to look at. Here's some potential blind spots, right? He was able to help my husband even see like, these are like the 10 holes you're going to fall into that you want to get ahead of now. So like one of those things is he helped my husband build rapport and relationships with department leaders all across the organization, which became the make or break thing in getting so many bottlenecks cleared for his department on projects that required cross-department collaboration. That's just a something like something like he would have otherwise, like he would have eventually figured it out, but he would have probably had to have a lot of projects bottlenecked before he realized, oh, I should probably, <laughs> I should probably make friends with all of these department heads, right? And at that point, it was, it was like so fresh too that he had just been promoted into this new role. And so it was very much like, do your tour right now, right? Like go and meet all the people, shake hands, kiss babies so that you have the rapport and the relationships that you're going to need to get things done, right? It's so interesting. I know I had a podcast recently on like the importance of networking, but like navigating larger organizations, it's the same thing. How anything gets done, it's all relationships, right? So he helped my husband also understand how to lead and motivate the managers that he was managing and their reports in a way that was super people-centered. He helped him navigate even like conversations, tough conversations around resources that his department needed to get things done. And they even covered his path to looking forward at, okay, like as you're moving forward on this path, like a thing that you should start to look at is getting on various boards of directors as his career progresses and like really told him what to look out for, for that, how to position himself for that. So it was sort of like hiring an expander. It was like my husband was sort of going into the map of like what he knew within his company. And then Mel came in and was like, oh, no, 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 the map's all folded up here. Let me let me unfold this like 10 times. And the pathway that you have available to you, both within this position and broader in your entire career is so much bigger than you could possibly imagine. And it made my husband think so much bigger than even the role he's in right now. And because of that, it's literally changed like the trajectory of everything since then, right? And so Mel had never, Mel, the coach that my husband hired, he'd never worked in the tech industry, but he had spent decades as a leader of all kinds of medium to large scale organizations, many of them Fortune 500 companies. And that was the transition my husband was in. And that was the transition my husband really wanted to be expanded into. And he was expanded into it so profoundly, so successfully, that actually the engagement went so well. My husband's boss asked for Mel's information and they now have Mel just like his, he's on the roster, right? For like any new leaders in the organization, it's like, let's get him working with Mel right away <laughs> because he's really going to be able to help prepare people to be successful. And it's worth, I can't remember if it was 20 or $30,000 to work with him, but it's like worth every single penny of that money spent because it saves years and years and years of learning by trial and error, right? And so it is so cool now to see my husband 
confidently running a department with over 100 employees, stretching from Austin to San Francisco, all across Europe, and all the way over to Sydney, Australia, where his company is based. And it's so cool to see him call himself, and really, you can feel it's in his bones, he's an executive. It's so funny, actually. Our our neighbor's mom was in town recently, and people are always confused by my husband because he works in tech, and he's a very high up executive. But he wears like plain t shirts and like shorts. <laughs> so my neighbor's mom the other day, I guess, just like asked our neighbor. She was like, "So what does Dan do? Like he seems to have an important job, but he dresses sort of like he's just going to Target." <laughs> But then to hear him, oh my goodness, just like have the confidence to run and lead big meetings and presentations, right? When he's like working from home. And it's been so powerful for me as his wife to like witness him in his power in this way. It's been so cool. And so was my husband always capable of doing that? Of course, he's a genius. But the point of hiring coaches is to help pull that genius out of you, to find layers and levels of latent potential inside of you that you often didn't even know existed, right? And if you're not allowing yourself to hire the coach or mentor that you actually have the highest desire for because you think you're quote unquote not ready for that kind of coach yet you'll end up hiring a coach or mentor that isn't as expansive. And so the entire level of your work, like the vibrational string that you will work with that person at, will end up every result you achieve will be from that lower level place. And so of course, you're not going to have super expansive results because you didn't hire the coach or mentor that was expansive in the first place, right? If it feels like you're settling when you hire a coach or mentor, Just imagine what sort of experience and results flow downstream from that, right? If it feels like that coach or mentor lives inside of your comfort zone, recognize that they can only take you as deep as they've gone themselves. So the two of you will spend your time together swimming around in the same small contracted comfort zone, getting minor results and wins. And for goodness sake, Really be on to yourself if there's a coach or mentor you really want to hire, but you think you're not ready for them. And so you make a plan. Your mind is like, no, no, no. What we think we should do is hire this lower level coach or mentor that's like, you know, in our comfort zone. And that's going to help us get ready for the coach or mentor that we really want to hire. Like, what? (laughs) Now, I can hear some of you saying, but like, but what if I'm really not ready? And I would ask you to not count yourself out ahead of time, right? To not reject yourself ahead of time and to listen to the truth of your heart. Because if you're feeling into a coach or a mentor that really feels sparkly to you, you can feel something come alive inside of you. You want to awaken that aliveness. You want to awaken that latent potential, right? And so actually just take the time. It's okay if you're feeling the aliveness and the sparkle inside of you, but then your mind, it's very normal for your mind to have questions, worries, or insecurities. Like, is this definitely the right coach for me? Is this definitely the right program for me? That's so normal to wonder that, right? And what I want to say is you're allowed to ask questions about your specific situation. I remember my husband was willing to just ask Mel what he thought. 
And I think my husband's concern was like, I, I'm afraid I'm not leading a large enough department. I'm afraid I'm not high up enough in my career. Like I'm afraid I'm not quote, unquote, quote, quote, unquote, like ready, right? Not big enough to be working with you yet. And because he was willing to come to Mel with that, Mel was able to give his direct feedback, which was like, no, like you look like you're exactly in a place where you're about to lead a large department and I can help unfold the map very quickly and, and move you ahead. Right. And very much did that. And I can't tell you the number of questions we get from people in our support inbox or on social media, just to get an honest perspective on whether or not my programs are right for them. And I know for every single person that takes the time to write in, there are at least a dozen more people that have a tiny little question, a tiny little insecurity in their head. Like, I don't know if this is exactly for me. I don't know if I'm ready because, right? And if that's you, I just want to say, do not count yourself out ahead of time. Do not reject yourself ahead of time. Do not be shy. You have the right as a potential customer to ask specific questions of my company. You have the right as a potential customer to voice, like right into our support inbox, tell us where you're at and ask for feedback on whether or not something will be helpful for you specifically. I try to be super clear in my marketing and on my sales pages, like this is for you if, and this is not for you if right? But I can't be in every single person's brain. So if I missed something, please reach out to us, right? And this is like just going back into feeling like you're settling for someone versus like really feeling into the part of you that comes alive. I was thinking about this with coaches and mentors and you know what it's like? It's like dating and believing when you're dating that you like, okay, I know I really want like the most amazing like heart pounding relationship where I'm completely in love, but I don't think that's possible. So I should just settle for someone that makes sense to, and I can like bring them home to my family on holidays and no one will say anything. Right. Even though the truth of your heart is you want to be in a torrid romance that lights you up and keeps you up at night and leads you on international vacations and bigger, brighter experiences than you ever thought possible. Right. Of course, if you're not believing that that is possible and then you're settling and dating, right? Like the same thing will happen in coaching and mentoring, right? So just notice what your relationship is with hiring your mentors and coaches. Do they feel like they're in your comfort zone? Or do they feel like someone that makes your heart zing, right? That makes something inside of you come alive. Someone that oozes and exudes and embodies something inside of yourself you know wants to come up and out. It wants to activate and come online and express out of you. A latent part of your potential that is starting to stretch and wake up inside of you, begging to come out and play. And here's the thing. It might even be like, that's more like pieces of yourself, pieces of your identity to expand into. It could also be just like how Mel was like, I'm going to unfold the map and here's like the 10 holes you're going to fall into and let's get you like networked into the department heads so that like you don't ever find a point where these all these projects get bottlenecked because you didn't do that ahead of time. I very much see that same thing when I'm helping my clients build digital online businesses. For so many of my clients, they have never done that before. They're oftentimes coming from some sort of like brick and mortar or a corporate background, right? And building SOPs and a team and doing all of those things, 
I'm just like, listen, I was just in Boxer today with my pleasure and precision crew, like giving them all of these hiring best practices. I'm sending them screenshots of exactly what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. Let me send you the screenshots. Let me send you like, here's the feedback we're getting from where we're posting things. And then my operations manager is coming in. We're like, oh my goodness, we're getting like the most amazing applications coming in. Right. And so I'm able to show my clients who are at the point where they're wanting to start bringing on support, I can show them all the 10 holes that they could fall fall into, right? And all the ways not to fall into them and unfold the map ahead of time so that they can save themselves years of trial and error, right? Something like that, it's worth it. Expanders expand you. Hire expanders to wake up parts of you. Hire expanders that can unfold the map and show you the routes that you didn't even see and show you the holes that you could possibly fall into and how to avoid them. Hire expanders to help activate those layers and levels of latent potential within you. If your goal is to expand, hire coaches and mentors that feel wildly expansive. I love you all so much and I'll talk to you next week. you are loving what you are learning on the podcast and you're ready to cultivate and radiate your unique frequency out into the marketplace so that your audience stops the scroll, sees you, and drops in to buy, your next step is joining us in the Brand Alchemy Accelerator. Once you're energetically unbound, we take the work deeper as you prepare for the solopreneur to entrepreneur transition in the pleasure and precision mastermind, more deeply cultivating your energy and then learning to powerfully harness and direct it on the front end through the precision of your marketing and selling and on the back end through setting up a business that feels like it's holding you instead of you feeling like it's one more thing you have to take care of. Head to www.katherinemorrisoncoaching.com to learn more.